the USFL Gambling Podcast Week 5 Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Do all of that and remember, as always, to let it ride. Hey, this is Bill Romanowski. You're listening to SGPN. Football Let is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. I mean, look, we're already, this will be the halfway point in the regular season. I got a, I got dogs barking in the background. Uh, maybe we got some live dogs this weekend. And look, maybe, maybe you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Maybe you're thinking, who is this guy screaming at me? Well, my name is Colby Swinging Dan to Base Dan, a.k.a. Rum Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. I'm dying in this fucking country-ass fucked-up town. Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pollen. Let's get the fuck out of this country, mother. Ho, ho, ho! Yes, man, I am way. This is coming from South America. Bet you didn't think there was any USFL fans down in South America. Wrong! All right, I'm down here in South America waiting for the United States Football League. I was that guy last week in the middle of a party. Got a big old party. They're celebrating uh, my wedding, essentially, from two years ago. And, <laughs> you know, they had soccer on. And I was that guy saying, guys, can we bring in another TV and put a little United States football league on? And we did. So you, you got it down there, huh? Got it down there. You can't hide from me. You cannot hide from me, United States. There's football no God's league. eye. There's no God's eye down there. <laughs> no God's eye. But luckily, we had two TVs set up. Uh, look, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for... Former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. 
waiting for Columbia to get a team. All right, let's go. We are also joined by third man in the booth. He, I'm in Columbia. He's in Columbia. He's in Columbia, Maryland right now. Give it up for the DFS guy himself. And look, we normally do DFS USFL. Not this episode. We had to record early because I'm going. I'm bouncing around to a couple towns, and I can't rely on the internet because I'm in South America. Um, so uh, we still will tweet out our best plays. So follow USFL Gambling on Twitter and give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Farmer, farmer, her the basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. Just a little slight differences between Columbia, Maryland, and Columbia, <laughs> the country. I mean, in, in Columbia, Maryland, look, I'm drinking this beer. Once again, folks, USFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Check out, uh, go to YouTube, just type in USFL Gambling, and you will get us. I am drinking this beer right now. You can see it on the screen called Club Columbia. Oh, yeah. Gotta love mm. that. Hold uh, on. Put it in front of your face because the green screen blocked the uh, beer itself. <laughs> Ah, there we oh, go. There we go. Nice. That's better. Classic. That's a new one. Club Columbia. So, uh, yeah, enjoying this this lager and uh, rum Dundee. Drinking a lot of rum down here. Um, but uh, how's how's uh, the beverages over there in Columbia, Maryland? Not too bad. Right now, I got uh, an IPA here from uh, a town down the road, Salisbury, which is towards the uh, towards the beaches. But this IPA is freaking oh. delicious. First time I've, I've ever had it. Well done, State of Maryland representing with the IPAs. Let's do it. There you go. Patty C, what are you, you know, working I, with? I went on a recruiting trip to Salisbury for football. Oh. <laughs> D3. They were Salisbury State at the time. <laughs> they dropped uh, pretty State. close to Ocean City. Yes. It was it was a uh the quintessential shitty frat party experience, but I'm glad I had it. <laughs> I just <laughs> served hot ass beer out of a keg like Two months old and just uh, that is the college experience. Yeah, exactly. That is college experience. Uh, we, I, I, maybe we need to go to a Salisbury game, Nick. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. Well, look, we're we're here. We got week five upon us. Uh, but before we get to us breaking down the games that we like, oh, I just got to get this paid one more time. I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May. Yes, Shady Rays is teaming up with us, SGPN. <laughs> For Shady May, and not only do you get an amazing 50% off everything, but you also have a chance to win $500 cash. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes, baby, with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays has got everything you need. They got the durable frames. They got the extremely clear optics for all those outdoor adventures. Patty C was on when he had that warm keg of beer, all right? And that's not all. (laughs) Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. So let's say you're at a kegger at Salisbury State, right? You just do a keg stand, right? 20-second keg stand. But right before you did that keg stand, you kiss some girl, right? And you get done with the keg stand, and you did not realize... You puke on her face. (laughs) No, you did not realize... Some little linebacker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you did not realize that her boyfriend happened to be in the party too. All right. And uh, you get done from doing the keg stand. You haven't even came to your senses yet. And you get punched right in the fucking face. Right. But you got your glasses on. It breaks. Don't worry. Don't worry. Because you can just go back to Shady Rays and say, hey, uh, my sunglasses broke. They're not even going to ask if you were 
you know, seven Jaeger bombs deep. All right, they're going to say, here's your new pair of sunglasses. Boom! So you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And look, if you don't love them, you can also exchange them for a new pair. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, there's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So right now, go to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500 in cash. Cold, hard cash, baby, with our Shady May contest. So do all that, and remember, folks, to let it ride. All right. We are back on the United States Football Gambling Podcast, and uh, look. There are those who say that the fun has gone out of football, that it's become too predictable. For them, let me present 30 seconds of football, USFL style. The USFL, where football is still a game. It is still a game because I'll be honest, I was terrible with my picks last week. Every, t- I mean, it, it, this is not predictable. This is very much so not predictable. I, I'm curious, you guys, I mean, here we are staring down, staring down week five, the midpoint of the season. How do you guys feel about the season right now? NC Nick? There's been some twists and turns. That's for damn sure. I think uh, if you look at the top teams from last year, one of the teams doing pretty good. One is doing average and one's doing bad. Uh, And we've seen some teams bubble up here of of late. So it it has been a pretty, a a wild ride. And and I just think we're just starting to hit that, that we're now we're basically in mid season. So there's a long way to go. Let's see who the uh, contenders are and who the pretenders are. I mean, if the playoffs started today, you would have Breaker Stallions, which happened last year in the South. And then you would have Generals and Panthers. So you'd only have one new playoff team in the Michigan Panthers. But the, the Houston Gamblers showed signs of life with the win. The Memphis Showboats showed signs of life with the win. The Philadelphia Stars looked like complete ass. And the Maulers, oh, the, the Maulers might have won the game had they not given up a kick return with like four minutes left. Uh, so yeah. the Maulers have shown signs of life. That defense is nasty for the Maulers. Um, it, it's Houston just, showed more than signs of life. Well, Mark Houston Thompson, routed Philadelphia. Dude, getting Mark Thompson healthy is huge. Mark yeah. Thompson is Definitely. such a fucking beast. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be something to watch on the DFS front. Once, once again, we're not turning in our DFS lineups on this particular episode because we're recording early and, and they don't have them out. But we will tweet them out. Maybe instead of that, we give our power rankings instead. Starting to get off. There we go. That works. Um, all right. Well, look, let's hop into it. Game one, Saturday. The Pittsburgh Maulers are taking on the Michigan Panthers, who are just one game ahead of them. So if the Maulers win, they're in. If the season ended after week five. Um, guys, I'm a bit, I was a bit taken back. I thought the Michigan Panthers were better than their performances the past two weeks. And now I'm a little nervous about Mike Nolan and Josh Love and that offense. This, the, so the Maulers are catching three and a half, eight, you know, three and a half points in this league. They didn't even, their defense looked great last week, and they didn't even have Reuben Foster. Um, the over-unders at 42. The Maulers are plus 155 on the money line. Yeah, it's at that filthy dome, Ford Field, where the Panthers are, are winless. Bobby Lane's curse still applies. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Maulers plus the points, guys. What are you? What are you doing, Nick? 
isn't that what everybody's going to be on? Isn't that too easy? Aren't you getting like the hook and you're saying, yeah, give me the three and a half. There's no way. I mean, even if they lose, they lose just by a field goal. My, I don't want I, the, the knee jerk reaction here is going to fade Michigan because Michigan sucked last week. No doubt about it. But over the course of the season, I think Michigan has been slightly better than Pittsburgh. And really, if you look at Pittsburgh's close match with Birmingham, that was because of the two interceptions thrown on the first two drives by the stallions. But that's the Maulers. Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah, true. Like which one was, it? I don't know. So I, all I know is this Pittsburgh's offense still sucks. And yes. if they're not given a short field, if they can't create turnovers, they're going to have problems scoring. And I just think I this mean, line tells you everything that it needs to be. So I'm going to lay the three and a half because I think everybody's going to be taking the points. You going over or under on the 42? Under. I'm going over. Patty C, what are you doing here? You know, you're the type of guys that smell a little stink and you, you, you're you repelled by it. You're repulsed by it. You say, oh, I can't go with that. I'm going the opposite direction. But buddy... If it's obvious, if it smells a little bit, that's a good thing. You dive into it, right? And you and you enjoy life and you win big when you do that. And look, you say <laughs> that uh the 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 Mauler's offense sucks, but here we have Troy Williams last week. What do you what do you get? Uh sorry, I just lost uh my stats here. I want to say 267 passing yards and 82 rushing yards. I'm just kind of making these up off the top of my head because I lost track of it. Uh no. 217 uh, passing yards and 63 rushing yards. So not quite as good, but still that's a pretty impressive stat line for your quarterback who all of a sudden is a very uh, decent dual threat option. I can tell you this, that defense and the way Josh love has been throwing the ball. I am scared that they'll be, I mean that defensive line, they didn't even, they didn't, they didn't have Ruben Foster last week. Ruben Foster is one of the best. Are you not scared of the lay the hook line and the fact that you have to think this has to be a big time public dog? Everybody, everybody that that watches Yusufel knows Birmingham, and they say, "Oh man, Pittsburgh was so close to winning that game." They're they're on the same level. They're on the on, on the same field. You know, they should have beat the Stallions. They're going to beat Michigan, who looked awful last week. It's almost too easy here. The line tells you everything here. You got you got to well, it's not Look, a I, I'm telling you. All right, be on the side of the public dog. Public dogs have fleas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a knee-jerk reaction when it's two weeks in a row here, okay? Two straight losses to New Jersey, who's average, and they lost big 28-13, and then 29-10 to what was the worst team in the league, Memphis. They get just got dogged out by the worst team in the league. Maybe something isn't right in Michigan. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh's getting it figured out. Pay attention to the trends. You know, don't don't get too cute here. I'm with you, Patty C. Ray Horton, that's my guy. I I, I am getting cute. I don't feel great about this, but I don't. I I'd stay away from this game from actually betting. But if I'm gonna go aside, I'm gonna go on the opposite side of you guys for sure. Mm, mm. Well, let's jump down and talk. Talking, you mentioned <laughs> the Birmingham Stallions. Whew, what a great kick return to win that game the other day. Uh, once again. Already more kick returns than the whole XFL season. This kickoff way better than the XFL <laughs> and the NFL. Um, the Houston Gamblers taking on the Birmingham Stallions. Gamblers. Mark Thompson. We just talked about him. Guy's a fucking beast. How did, how did he not get a tryout in the NFL? I don't understand life. Because he was a stud last year. He pops on screen. 
I don't understand it. Like someone at least put him in a training camp. Uh, Kenji- he kind of reminds me uh, his running style of who uh, is the old uh, Oklahoma running back that followed uh, Adrian Peterson and then uh, went to the Cowboys uh, afterward. Ooh, I think you're thinking of Darren McFadden and then Felix Jones. No, no, it was uh, it was Oklahoma. It was the guy that followed Adrian Peterson. He was a yeah, because those guys are Arkansas. Demarco Murray. Demarco Murray. Demarco there Murray. He reminds me of Demarco uh, Murray a little go. bit. There. Good pull. I could see that. He's a hell of a player, man. Yeah, he's yeah, he is. And and Kenji Bahar seems to be kind of coming into his own here after a rough start to the year. So I'm kind of liking what I see from Houston. Yeah, and so so they're take they're heading down to Birmingham. Birmingham's laying the four and a half. The over under set at 47 and a half currently. Uh, gamblers are plus 170 on the money line. I mean, look, you're sitting, you're looking for action on Saturday. I gave you the Maulers at plus 155. The gamblers are plus 170. You want to get a little crazy? I think the, the Birmingham Times, by the way, shout out to our boy. Shout out to our boy. Hey, it's Scooby right here, AKA Shark Dog, listening to SGP and Let It Ride. Scooby Wright. He's back. He fucking dominated. Not only is he back, he was the difference in that game, in my opinion. Like he, I mean, yeah, that kick return, but that guy had a monster game for the Stallions. They're getting a little healthier. They still, obviously, Jamar Smith out for the year. Marlon Williams out for the year. Scarborough, I don't even know what the hell happened to Bo Scarborough. He's been injured, <laughs> um, but they haven't. They they just, I feel like they're not as good this year. Vic Bolden's in the XFL. I, I think you got to take the gamblers plus the points, the four and a half. And I also, uh, I do lean under here though. Nick, what are you doing? I'm going to go over. Cause I think both offenses can score now, but I agree. I, I just don't see how you laid the points with Birmingham right now. It's two weeks in a row. They have not looked very good. Let's face it. They got pretty fortunate to win last year, uh, last week with that kick return. They don't look right. And I mean, Birmingham has done this. If you look at last year, they started off red hot and they went through a little bit of a lull where they were, they were still winning, but they weren't covering. You can't lay more than a field goal right now. I think this is a close game with a gambler squad that looks decent. So I don't want this to be just, you know, the, the short sighted reaction, but right now I'm all about the points in this one. Patty C I'm on the points too. Um, I mean, I don't know again, if this is a short sighted reaction, Houston's looked decent two weeks in a row. I guess barely beating uh, Memphis isn't that good. Um, but throttling Philadelphia certainly looked good. And even keeping it close against uh, New Orleans three weeks or yeah, three weeks ago is actually starting to look better. Meanwhile, Birmingham, I still think they're a very good team that you can't go to sleep on, but they are trying to figure it out. Uh, they're not as strong as they were last year or even at the beginning of this season. So I think you got to roll with the points. Now, 47 and a half. Eileen under. Nick, what, what would you do there? Yeah, uh, on this one, I'm going to go over, actually. I kind of I touched on that. I think both teams are going to be in the 20s, so give me the over. Patty C, you going over or under here? Mm, I mean, Houston's defense, they've, they've given up points on several occasions here. I'm going over here. All right. I'll be the, I'll be the you know, play that under, folks. Play that under. Uh, you know, I feel like Houston's got to run the ball to win. Clock's going to be rolling. It's already rolling, but I'm saying like, I just feel like, I just feel like the under's going to play here. I feel like both teams, 
uh, last year. I, I get it, the different coach in Houston, but I feel like a lot of the same roster. They know each other. They know each other in the South. So give me the under on the uh, 47 and a half. Let's talk about Sunday's games. But before I get to Sunday's action, I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Talkify. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, look, life is full of what ifs. What if Don Trump didn't ruin the uh, original USFL and we'd be, you know, 40 years into this thing? All right. You always got to wonder. So what if you try, you know, what if dating is just not working out for you? Well, I can tell you one thing. Successful people find ways to try other things. All right. And Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. What if they help you find exactly what you're looking for? Maybe you're, maybe you're having a hard time meeting great people to date. Maybe everyone you go with, you're bringing old Rebecca. To, you know, hey, Rebecca, come on out. And she's just not interested. Or maybe you're not interested in her. She's boring as shit. You know what I mean? Who knows, right? Why do you keep trying the same methods over and over, right? There's a reason why Jeff Fisher's not coaching the Michigan Panthers, folks, right? <laughs> if, you know, if you're doing the same methods and you're failing over and over, well, it's time to say goodbye, and try something new. Yeah, so, so say goodbye to, to sideswiping and bring back the, uh, the human touch to dating with Talkify. You know, confidence is key when it comes to dating, but uh, if, you're, if, you're, you know, if you've struggled to find worthwhile connections, it can, be, it can be difficult to feel your best when meeting brand new people. Well, with Talkify, you can feel confident that you're meeting someone special because they were picked exactly for you. Yes, Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. And here's how it works. Talkify uh, matchmakers will meet with you. Yeah, you'll have a whole team of people, people. I mean, a uh, whole team of people, you know, helping you. And they're going to meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in your partner. Professional game spitters? Yes. Gotta love that. People, people. Yes, people, 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 man. They got people, people. <laughs> the, then they'll select and screen potential match candidates. For, they'll even do a background check. Make sure your old Rebecca wasn't, you know, affiliated with the Al-Qaeda, right? Uh, they'll do video interviews, <laughs> all right? Asking the tough questions that are, you know, maybe a little too, uh, too awkward on the first date. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe politics, shit like that, you know? Uh, from there, your match good, good save. I thought we were going a different direction there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that might be on there. Who knows? This team might <laughs> look. Regardless, they're going to handle all that communication for you. They're going to create a safe and stress-free dating experience. Uh, Talkify is committed to finding your match. Eighty percent of clients met with their uh, with their person within the first twelve matches. And right now, Talkify is offering new listeners twenty percent off when you become a client at Talkify.com/sgpn. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com/sgpn for twenty percent off when you become a client. Once again, Talkify.com/sgpn. All right, we are back talking United States football. And uh, next game on the slate here. Ah, man. I think this is the best. No, 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 no. The next one. Yeah. What what do you think? I'm curious what you guys think the best game is. This is a playoff rematch. The generals, everyone thought they were going to make the Freedom Cup a year ago. 
And now they head to Canton. No, they head to Detroit to take on the Philadelphia Stars. Right? I think the game we just previewed is the best one. I think I agree with Patty C. I agree. Houston Bourbon. I just love this matchup from the uniform standpoint and the history. But we got the Generals at the Stars. Bart Andrus, I don't know what the fuck is going on with the Stars. They're laying six. They're not blocking for Case Cookus. He doesn't look comfortable back there. They might want to. They're missing. The, they probably should have re-signed Brian Scott. I don't know, but something ain't working. That run defense is trash. Generals just lost a close one to the breaker breaker one twos. New Orleans Breakers. The Generals are laying six, guys. It, am I crazy or is this this easy? But I feel like do we lay the six? The totals at forty three and a half. Stars are plus two hundred on the money line. I'm laying the six, guys. Nick. I'm right there with you. You mentioned it. The generals lead the league in rushing and the stars are probably the least physical team in the league. Here's a problem. Philly was really good offensively last year. They were pretty much shit on defense. They had a bend, but not break defense last year in the off season. Andrew said that he was addressing the defense because he knew that was their weak point last year. Well, let me tell you, it ain't working. The defense is still just as bad as last year, if not worse. And the last three weeks, Philly has scored 13, 16, and 10 points. So tell me what they're good at right now. If they're not good at offense, they can't outscore opponents, and they're still not good on defense. Philly has been the most phony team in the league this year, and the most disappointing team in the league this year. I'm definitely laying the points. You can't bet on Philly right now. Maybe one of these weeks, They'll just wake up and play the same kind of football they did down the stretch last year. But at this point, how can you expect that? Yeah, I think you lay the six, 43 and a half points. I actually lean over here. I'm going to go over also, um, even though those Phillies, those Philly point totals of late have been really low. I still think they they can maybe find themselves into the high teens or low twenties, and they're going to give up high twenties or thirties. So give me over. Patty C, what are you doing here in uh, Michigan with this General Stars? You agree with NC Nick and myself? Or are you? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think both of you guys are spot on as far as uh, Philadelphia. Well, they're just playing very pussy football right now. Um, their highest uh, yards gained by a single player uh, so far this season is the quarterback Case Cook is with thirty-one rushing yards, and that was back in Week One. Since then, Matt Coleman has been their highest. Uh, runner for two weeks straight with 16 rushing yards dude stop flinging the ball around. i mean i guess this kind of lends a little bit to the idea that uh the teams that have a dual threat quarterback are doing better than those that uh have a pass uh pass first quarterback That's not, not necessarily i wouldn't consider uh bethel thompson as a right a, a but dual they're at least committing to the run as well you know if you are completely abandoning the run in this league then it doesn't bode well for your uh, prospects. So I think they need to get more physical and use the tools that they have. And they just kind of suck right now. And uh, I do, I do think uh, Philly or uh, Jersey covers, but um, the, and I do think the point total will go over, but I'm not as confident in that. Yeah. So, so I, far you guys are, you guys are totally in agreement on all, on all three games, ATS so far. I'm the only one that disagrees with you guys. Mm. I feel better about myself now. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, well, I don't get a brain, man. Cold.
All right, let's get to Saturday night's action. The Showboats. Showboats, Breakers, little Mississippi River football. Patty C's excited. You know it. Fuck uh, yeah. This is going on. Here's what's tricky, though. Memphis and New Orleans should be a rivalry in all sports. I agree. I agree. I like it. Except for, the, except for the NBA, because who gives a shit? Yeah, that's true. Right. But remember my thing. Guys. Do both those cities still have NBA teams? I, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. they do. But re- remember, <laughs> right. my, remember my things, guys, is get – they should have to travel via – an actual the riverboat. Yeah. 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 Riverboat. Via the river. Wouldn't Either way. So, so, somehow down the river. Dude, I, I remember I was bartending. I was bartending on a guy five years ago or something. Back when I bartended. And uh, him and his family actually took a fucking showboat from Minneapolis down the Mississippi River to New Orleans. And I was like, you know what? That sounds incredible. Wow. That sounds incredible. I might have to do that at some point. I- how long of a trip is that? I think it's like three or four days, maybe five no, days. No, dude, yeah. I looked it up. It's like seven or eight days. Yeah. That's why the showboats down the having, river or driving. Um, no, maybe no. it's just the tours no. that I looked at. I want to say, oh, are, are they are they like stopping in ports and cities know. and stuff? Probably. I don't, I don't know, but okay. he was telling me that it was awesome, and I was like, you know what? I should probably fucking try that at some time. But uh, that's a, that sounds cool. Yeah, we should, dude, we should get hammered and do but, that. Why is Memphis's uh, logo a, a, a speedboat? Why are there so, like you know speed lines coming Don't off the back of the showboat? They started. Up, right? Don't get us started. Awful. What? Yeah. On all fronts, on all accounts, there's there's nothing good about that logo. Yeah, they're trying to make their the, the showboat like a jet boat or something. It's like yeah. what? what? There's <laughs> no jet boats. The swag. It's the money that makes the showboat cool. It's not the speed. Yeah. There's no jet. You want them to stay and get in gamble as long as possible. You want it to be a slow boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Come on. No one's going to be going to be playing fucking poker on a fucking Bobby Petrino power boat. No, right? unless, unless there's a few sharps like us on the boat, maybe then they're trying to speed it up some. <laughs> right. <laughs> the right, house guys. will be broken in a couple hours. You got to speed this thing up. <laughs> Shout out to Mississippi river football. Uh, as we got this, but it's going on in Birmingham, Alabama, unfortunately. But uh, we got the Breakers lay at seven. Uh, the Breakers, they're, un- they're the only undefeated team. McLeod Bethel Thompson becoming a fucking legend. All right. Um, and he's like 35 years old. He's Paul Blake. We have a, a real life Paul Blake situation here. <laughs> Shout out to McLeod Bethel Thompson. San Francisco Community College, then Sacramento State. Then, uh, you know, tried out for a bunch of NFL teams, caught on a little bit here and there. Then the, went up to the CFL, became a legend, won the fucking Grey Cup. Um, breakers are laying seven here, and the over-unders at 47 and a half. Showboats plus 245 on the money line. Can they make it two weeks in a row? I refuse to take this team with that logo and that coach who has a problem with every other coach in the league, it seems like. <laughs> I am laying the seven with the breakers. I'm not panicking. I know the Breakers have played some close games. No, showboats suck ass. I'm laying the seven. I will take the over as well. Nick? I completely agree ATS-wise. I am not buying into Todd Haley and the showboats just because they almost beat the Stallions. I still think that team is shit. I still think the head coach is shit. And look at Memphis. I'm sorry, look at New Orleans. They have the leading passer, the leading rusher, and the leading receiver. If you watch the game, dude, that game, the Jersey New Orleans game last weekend was an awesome football game. Yeah. Hands down. I don't care if you like the NFL or college. That was just a fun, competitive, even well-played football yeah, that was great. game. Yeah. 
And if you listen to that running back, Will Hill, Will Hills, who's a baller, where the hell did he, he said, I don't know. He said that he thinks I'm sorry. West Hills. Thanks, Patty. Uh, he's right. in, he thinks New Orleans has the best offensive line in the league, and who am I to argue with that? So you tell me they got the leading passer, leading rusher, leading receiver, a top offensive line, and you know what? The defense is pretty damn good too. New Orleans is the best team in the USFL right now, hands down, and they're going to beat Memphis by double digits. My favorite play of the week. Ooh, over. You're going over or under. I'm going to go over, which I don't like as much because I'm scared about what Memphis is going to do here. They may, they may only put up 10 or 13 points. Yeah. But McLeod Bethel Thomas is putting up 37. Don't worry. Uh, Patty C, what are you doing here in Birmingham? Well, let me tell you what new Orleans may have uh, already beaten the four next best teams in the league. I mean, depending on how we look at the power rankings, I would put uh, Philadelphia, Michigan, and, uh, who is the uh, other team they haven't played yet? Um, Pit- I don't know. No, did they play Pittsburgh? No, they did. Right? They have played yeah. Pittsburgh. They beat they Pittsburgh. They the beat Gamblers, right? No, uh, they no. They beat uh, Pittsburgh, then the Gamblers, then the Stallions, and the Generals. So they have beaten you know at least four of the uh, three of the top four teams outside of themselves in the league. Um, so they That's are like the whole league right there. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, <laughs> so obviously at this point you have to consider them the best team in the league. That said Memphis, an impressive performance against Michigan, a very close loss against Houston the week before. Uh, I think they have, you know, figured it out a little bit. And, and I think Colby is just a Todd Haley hater, not to mention the scores in those games have been relatively close and their losses have been by Four points twice, and obviously 40. the forty and point 40. loss, <laughs> right? But uh, a nineteen point win last week. <laughs> Call me crazy, but I think uh, Memphis covers the seven. I'm taking the wow, points. Wow, your show Bowton. Uh, what about that That's total? Right. What about that total of forty-seven and a half? <sighs> Going under. Mm. Going under. All right. New All Orleans right. does score, though. I feel like. True, and uh, you still got time to rethink your ink, buddy. I'm I'm taking the under. 47 is too high. All right. Uh, look, well, we don't have the DFS portion, so that means you know what we got to do? We power gotta, rankings, right? We got to do some power rankings here, right? And what's great about power rankings is, you know. Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing, you're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. Power rankings means you have an appetite for football, all right? Because we're going to be talking just power rankings. You can't even bet on this, but you're gonna let it, we're going to let you know where we think everybody stands within the league right now. NC Nick, you're team number one. Breaker, breaker. What's it? That's a saying. Breaker, breaker. One, two. There you go. There you go. No it's one's breaker, breakers. Breaker one, nine. Let's go. One, I mean, nine. I, I, Thank you. Yeah, I feel like there's a rap song called Breaker, Breaker, One, Nine. You're you're talking about the ones and twos like you're a DJ, Colby. No, no. Breaker, Breaker, One, Nine. No, no. I'm referring to. I think to, Patty's right here. No, no. I'm referring to Bill Murray and the man who knew too little. It says, uh, Breaker, Breaker, mm, One, Two. Well, Come on in now. I, that's, you know what that's I, 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 what what I was referring is. to <laughs> it, it, the, the one, two, the one, nine, it can be any of them. It just means you're starting a, a uh, broadcast on channel 19 
or on channel 12 or whatever the fuck it is. CB radio. We need to bring it back. All right. Whatever. I don't know where this don't, went to, don't but worry, the, Patty. the New Orleans breakers are the best team in the league. Damn it. All right. They're number one. Well, Hey, I don't overshadow. Don't step on me trying to say that Patty C also was a, uh, a disc jock at uh, Salisbury for a weekend. Um, so he knows. About, he knows uh, I, about, I wish I could have been there. Well, you know, it's funny as you were telling that story, I didn't want to dive into it, but I did witness someone getting punched right in the face. I think it was a football versus lacrosse fight. It was in a muddy basement. Like it was like the nastiest, like most trash. I was convinced it was the worst recruiting trip ever. Cause I did not want to go to that school. After I went there, But the guy just puts his hands up right in the other guy's face. And the other guy just goes, boom. Drills him. It was All great. Right. Patty, it was Patty C. R- real talk. The girl you hooked up with that night was she over two bills or under two bills? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we? It, that uh, is for me to know and for you to wonder about. We can. You can use it in in an old USFL player. Was she Reggie White? Or was she Gary Zimmerman? She certainly wasn't no Gary Clark. Yeah, maybe a Sean Lindetta. Um, anyway, uh, what, what, what is our term for, for that type of woman? Mecklenburg. She's a Mecklenburg. A linebacker. <laughs> yeah. a real right, Mecklenburg. Uh, Patty C who's your team? Number one. Well, I mean, we already talked about it. New Orleans. They're killing it. I gotta, I gotta agree. This is going to be an easy fucking top eight, right? Who's number two NC Nick for you. I mean, I hate to go just down like the rank or the, uh, the record list, but I'm still going to go stallions just because of their history. So you have to go stallions here. I agree. You know, here's the thing too, is even though uh, the breakers uh, have the better record and have beaten them head to head, the stallions have the uh, much better point differential at this point. Uh, Stallions 124 points scored breakers only 125, but stallions only 77 points given up versus 94 for the breakers. So a little more stout on defense. You might even have an art. I mean, I guess you can't argue that they're, they're better because they just played head to head. So I think that is one, two right there. Easy top two. Now is where it gets interesting. Team three. I know mine. NC Nick though, your first, uh, where are you going? Yeah. I mean, this is where you have three teams at two and two. So you can pick any of the three, I guess I'm going to go generals though. I still think the generals, Again, look at the history. Let's not get caught up for one week to two weeks. You know, I'm gonna go generals. Patty C. I agree. Uh, I think Nick's analysis is perfect. Don't want to look week to week. I am concerned about their ability to pass the ball, and I sure. think uh, Houston is coming to life. So that becomes an interesting comparison. But right now, I gotta go Jersey. Yeah, that's my number three too. I feel like that Birmingham game. They were there you know, five times inside the 20. If they play again, I think they could beat Birmingham. Um, they do have to pass the ball better. A little bit worried there. Luis Perez starting to worry that maybe they needed him this year. Um, but the ground game is so good. And I still think the defense is pretty solid. So they are my third best team in the USFL. And see, Nick, your fourth best team. Well, the next two teams that are two and two are the Michigan Panthers and the Houston Gamblers. I think the Gamblers have a higher upside. So they'll be my next team. Patty C. Hundred percent stocked. Uh, you know, two backs. Now that you have Thompson and Ledger, uh, and that defense started flying around again like it did last year. So they are, maybe uh, aren't going to choke every game away this year and uh, be the team that they could have been last year. We're agreeing too much, and that's why I'm. 
Now, I'll take it. I think you're right. I think I got to take Houston at four right now. <laughs> now, now the next pick is I think where it gets interesting. Yeah, here's the maybe curveball. you have maybe you have a one and three team over the last two and two Panthers. I don't though. I think the Panthers are still slightly above above the Maulers, which I. I probably think is next, but I just picked the Panthers minus three and a half against the Mahler, so I have to pick Panthers here. Patty C, team five. Why don't you let us know, Cole? Because uh, I think we were on the same page here. We got. Uh, do we have an, uh, a, a money line upset here? We did play the Pittsburgh Maulers here, and I, I think I'm going Pittsburgh as well. I think Pittsburgh, the way that, I think they're playing the best defense in this league. Yeah. I think they're going to be a tough out for every single team the remainder of the season. And I think beyond that, they're the only team in the league with like a truly ferocious defense. Yeah. I think they're going to make the playoffs, dude. I think they're going to make the playoffs probably. Uh, So give me, give me them at, at six at seven. NC Nick, do you have the Maulers? Are you going uh, with, I do. I do. Yeah. I I think at this point, (laughs) the stars and showboats look the worst because we just talked about the stars. Can't, do either can do either offense or defense. I the, the team I trust the the least is the showboats. So I know what I have in the Maulers at least, and that is a strong defense. So I'm gonna yeah. go Maulers here. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was number six, not number seven. Uh, so six right. Maulers. Uh, Patty C at six. What are you doing? Gotta go, uh, Michigan. I agree. Yeah. Michigan Panthers at six. Uh, at seven, NC Nick. <laughs> this is what I kind of, it kind of gets tough here. Cause I'm going to go stars though, because I have yeah. more faith in Bart Andrus. I have more faith in case Cookus and that offense to, to figure some things out and get it going. The team that I think is the worst is the showboats. I'm not going to be persuaded by one good week last week, or you could argue that, you know, two kind of close games last, but still no showboats worst team in the league. There you go. That's my seven and eight. Patty C. Well, they did play a head to head and, uh, uh, Philly got the better of them in week one, but yeah. that said, they are a different team than they were. And uh, I think Memphis is better than Philly. I think Philly is dog shit. And uh, you know, they're Tweedledee and Tweedledum down there at the bottom, but I'll take Memphis uh, if they play again. I will not. So thankfully I don't have the same exact eight as Patty C. Uh, I am going with the stars seven and Memphis eight. Todd Haley can complain and bitch to all these little coaches. All right. He's the problem starts with you, Todd. And that's in that filthy logo. All right. So uh, let's keep in mind. Colby is at this point, a noted Todd Haley hater. And a noted logo hater. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking shit to skip Holtz. That's my boy. You know, you're going to 40. You lost 42 to two. All right, dude. Shut the fuck up and take your loss like a man. All right. And then down the road, homie. And then the next very next week, he's giving Curtis Johnson shit. You say, oh, I didn't like that. Uh, the way you guys went. It's like, dude, when how about you have a competitive football team? Now, maybe, maybe yeah. you won a game. Maybe you can build on that, but Oh, he's a bitch, but it doesn't mean he has zero coaching chops. <laughs> he might not have much, but he is a bitch. I agree with that. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, this uh, concludes our episode. Remember, DFS will be available at USFL Gambling on Twitter. Give it a follow. All right? Give it a follow. The United States Football League is here to stay the road to the Freedom Cup. We're here each and every week. I'm even in fucking South America. I didn't stop this recording, this show. All right? Uh, So subscribe. Check out Patty C on Twitter at PattyC831. 
Check out NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N-I-C-K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. And uh, like I said, USFL Gambling on uh, USFL Gambling Podcast on Twitter at USFL Gambling. Also subscribe on YouTube, USFL Gambling Podcast. You could watch the show live, folks. This is the USFL Gambling Podcast. And uh, until next week, you better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Guzzle your liquor while I sip your heart. You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. Fishing you on a dick to lie. Piss you off. It goes tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and malls. Grip the rag rapid as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck. Up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike's, I see them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse.